This is the Earn More as a Life Coach podcast with Victoria Gibson, episode 38. Welcome to Earn More as a Life Coach with Victoria Gibson, the marketing resource for life coaches who want to transform more lives with their coaching and earn more while they do it. Hello, coaches. I hope you are having a fabulous week. I have come off the back of some family time, having many family members come in from interstate into where I live in Melbourne, Australia. My mum moved to Melbourne a couple of years ago now, maybe only a year ago actually, but she was having her 80th birthday a couple of weeks ago. So we had a lunch for her and she felt really special and was highly anxious about the whole event. And in fact, my sister called it the wedding of the 80th birthday in that my mum loves to make a big deal of things (laughs) and get really anxious about things, but really want them to happen. So anyway, we had to kind of dance around that, but it turned out really well and she just had a beautiful time. My daughter, Ava, who is studying singing at university, came and sung and my uncle created a really cool speech. He is a great writer actually and he made it about a 1943 model car So that was super fun and we all just had a good time and one of my nephews stayed at our house and I just love that because he's just beautiful. I have two girls. My sister has two boys similar age and it's so nice to experience the difference. I don't always get to see them but I'm sure you understand if you have sons or nephews the difference, (laughs) perhaps. Anyway, so I've been really busy with that. I've also been throwing myself into creating the best messaging and offer training, I believe, that's out there and putting a lot of time and energy into crafting that to make sure that it is the easiest system and approach to use to create a fully aligned message and offer for your coaching business. But that kind of leads me to what I was going to talk about today. And really, it's kind of about desire and seduction. I'm talking about the five keys that are going to make your coaching offer an easy yes. And really, those two themes of desire and seduction are unavoidable when it comes to creating successful offers and making sure that your offer is easy to sell and you're overcoming a lot of those invisible barriers between you and your best potential clients. And it's important to note when I'm talking about seduction, I'm not talking about manipulation, okay? It's not about creating a false solution or answer a desire in a way that only serves you and doesn't truly meet that desire, but it's more about strategic seduction, which comes from meeting a desire, identifying a desire, generating more of that desire, in fact, through connection and value, and obviously having a way for them to easily say yes and identify that your offer is the right solution for them. And to illustrate that point on that seduction and desire and how it is so powerful a force in allowing people to say yes to an offer, I was thinking about some of the bigger offers that I've said yes to over the years. 
And most of them are, you know, higher end coaching programs. And I was thinking about the types of desire, like one of those desires I would almost call like a Harry Met Sally desire, like I'll have what she's having, where I've seen someone, a coach, mentor, leader who has what I think I want as well, what I believe I need. They're already embodying it. They've achieved it. They're owning it. They're living it. And I want some of that too. So I like to call that a Harry Met Sally desire where, for example, when I joined my first coaching mastermind back in 2010, I joined that, but it went through into 2011. But that was with Marie Forleo and it was called a rich, happy and hot adventure mastermind. And I remember seeing this offered at a recording of her event. I ended up going to her actual event a couple of years in a row after that in New York. And the first one I had to watch via recording. And I remember watching these women talk about being in that mastermind and Marie talk about what she had achieved in her own career. And that just spoke to me on a whole nother level. And the desire was high, right? Like I was going to do whatever it took, regardless of how much it was. The investment was $20,000 at that time. Had I ever spent $20,000 on a coaching program before? No, I was already still having whiplash from investing, I think the 1500 that B-School was that year when I did a couple of months before. But that when Harry met Sally Desire was huge and that was an easy yes. I didn't have to speak to anyone about that. I was just like, I'm all in, please choose me now. So there's that desire that you might want to create by clearly sharing that you embody the after effects, the results of the transformation that you offer. Or it might be a desire like, I can't bear this anymore. (laughs) I need to be rid of it, right? Like, what are you so fed up with that would choose you to act, okay? So I don't have a fun movie title for this. Maybe I need to think of one. But I know that when I joined another program that was probably about $25,000 was a mastermind called the Leap Mastermind. And the promise of that was that he would show us how to manage a team and scale your business with a team. And I was like, oh yeah, that's the holy grail. That's what I need, a team. I need to understand that was something I kept butting up against, knew I needed, but just didn't know how to navigate. So that was an easy yes. Once again, didn't have to speak to anyone, just jump right in. Maybe that's just me, but look, I like to just take the bull by its horns and get right in. But with that one was very much something that I was totally fed up with and not willing to tolerate anymore. So if you can tap into that, there's not a lot of convincing that needs to happen. And the third part of desire that I've experienced in easily saying yes to a premium higher end offer is the you know everything I want to know, or you hold the keys to the kingdom or queendom, or you have the answers. It's that knowing and that kind of oracle type of opportunity where either you've been able to really simply explain or share concepts, ideas, systems, shortcuts, methods that just make sense. It doesn't matter if you've successfully done them yourself or not, but you can share them in a way that it powerfully lands in the minds of your future clients. 
So when I came across a business owner coach at a conference or event in America, actually, and I met him face to face, his name's James Shramko. I remember just having a conversation with him and, you know, just kind of casually about business and what was going on. And just the advice and responses he gave made me realize that he had a way of strategically looking at online businesses and being an entrepreneur and being a coach as a solopreneur and all of that, that really I was missing in that I had that I want that life factor, but some of the details, you know, I didn't really have down pat back in 2011 when I was trying to make it all happen. So when I met him there, I was like, I'll buy whatever you've got. I know I need you. I need your advice and I need your help. And in fact, I remember saying to him, well, I want to join your program. And he was like, oh, well, I've already got someone in there who teaches Facebook ads. So you can't join. And I was like, that only upped my desire, you know, a hundred times more. And look, he did used to sell cars, not used cars, but new cars. Look, hey, I don't know. No, he's, he's very high integrity, but maybe that was part of what he would share to activate that desire even more. But no, I know that was true because I knew the woman who was in his program because actually she had taught me Facebook ads. So she was fine with me joining and I was able to join. But that was an easy yes offer. And in fact, it was born out of a bit of a conversation there, but that wasn't a you know strategic sales conversation or a discovery call or an enrollment conversation. It was just in getting to know what he was about. That definitely had an oracle factor for me, which was awesome. So all of those offers that I said yes to so easily happened because they met the opportunity that was already living rent-free in my head. It was taking up my mind, my energy, my time, my attention was already there. And I was willing to solve the problem and the solution presented itself. But in order for that to present itself, it needs to pop in your awareness and you need to see it. But you can be seeing thousands of offers a day and walk straight on by them. So what is it that makes you stop and take notice and have that attention? And that's that seduction part, right? Like how do you make the offer seductive and build that seduction without manipulation, but does a lot of the heavy lifting to get that conversion, the yes, the moving forward, the action, okay? And there's five keys to creating that offer that has that seduction built in. So the first of those is for it to be relatable. It needs to demonstrate an understanding of what is living rent-free in your future client's head, what is troubling them, what is taking up their mind share, and what would they be really motivated to solve. And clues that help you make sure that you can talk to this is a lot of it is observation. So observing perhaps past clients, some of the words that they have said to you or phrases that come up, or maybe following ideal clients on social media. Maybe they are sharing content or really diving in even a bit more analytically to something like Google Analytics, which is a free tool. And you can go in and search keywords in there. What are people searching for? And it will actually show you the way it may be expressed or terms that are used. 
and the volume of those terms that are used. So you want to be looking worldwide for a term or a broad term that is being punched into Google, looking for answers at least a rate of a thousand per month. Okay. You know, then if at least a thousand people in the world are searching for it, that that is a problem that is a persistent problem for more than one person. Okay. It's not one of those fleeting problems. It's something that's bound to be what we term high value problem or challenge or, you know, solution that they're looking to find. There's also another tool that's free that gives you sort of some expressions and ways that people may be looking for answers and that's called answerthepublic.com. So there are a couple of free tools that you can use to see what's coming up there. And you can even just Google it yourself and see what kind of solutions come up or what kind of websites are coming up, maybe what other coaches are discussing. You might see podcast episodes, videos, YouTube's another great place to just get in there. It's a secondary layer of Google, right? And it's going to give you an idea of what people are searching for because many YouTube creators do optimize for what people are searching for. So you'll get more of a sense of that vocabulary and how to create some of that connection. So relatability is really important. And one of the things that gets in the way of that is speaking in a bit too much of your own language or from your own perspective of what you know to be true and an evolved understanding of a problem or a solution. And that can create a bit of disconnect. So you really want to make sure that you've got that relatability factor there. The second is that you want to be refreshing, right? Like, People want to see what you have got and particularly your future clients. Those beautiful future clients that you've identified are your best potential opportunity for creating transformation. So you want to get clear on that before you even go to creating your offer, but we're just talking about the scope of creating an offer in this podcast. So refreshing is about having that point of distinction, about having that newness, that freshness, that new insight or opportunity introduced. Our brains are wired to pay attention to new, different, exciting, right? Like that activates our attention and really builds that connection. So it's almost like you want to create more of that visceral response. Now, that doesn't mean you have to go and create a completely new method of teaching, modality or approach, but what you should have is your own repeatable steps in your approach to creating transformation that you can speak to that do have a point of distinction, that offer a new dimension or a new level of value or speak to a problem with an existing readily accepted kind of knowledge, right? Like what's something that's commonly attempted or embraced, but then there's finding a problem with that commonly held wisdom or what is being done elsewhere. There's always a problem even in something that's perceived to be a benefit. So finding in your ideal client what they no longer wanting or they're turning away from. And that can be such a valuable insight because it can open up new directions for some of your own value creation. So this can be a little bit harder to find. One of the most trotted out books on this is called Blue Ocean Strategy. I remember learning about this, you know, 15 years ago in corporate about finding where there's not as much 
competition and you've got new ways of thinking. Now, it's not about creating your whole new segment necessarily, especially I don't advise that in the world of coaching, right? Because there's tried and true areas that happen around, you know, wealth creation, health, power, spirituality, those kind of dimensions, generally they're proven as wider categories. So you want to stay within those. You don't want to like suddenly invent a whole new category. It's not that you can't do that, but maybe just start with the established ones where the demand and human psychology favours <laughs> our attention because then you'll be already on a better kind of foundation where there is established desire, but you can come in with your refreshingly different approach. So you can definitely be looking at what solutions are out there. What is the commonly embraced wisdom around that. But what are the areas of dissent? Now, it doesn't mean everybody has to believe that, but it could be just enough to give you a hint of something that you could answer or address in your approach. So, for example, in, say, the coaching industry, it might be like the world of personal development so exciting and everyone's embracing it, but many coaches who are looking to create transformation and be a leader in their industry are fed up with everyone speaking about the same concepts or everyone following the big coaches and not allowing room for diversity, right? So diversity and equity is an element that people are sick and tired of it not being addressed in the coaching industry. So are you uniquely qualified to speak to that. Now, obviously, that's one that you need to have some evidence, whether real life living or academic experience to talk to that. But that's an example of something that has actually, I've definitely seen over the last particularly three years in the coaching industry, where that's integrated and it's integrated authentically with your message, that that can work very well. It's very much like people like us do things like this. That's what you want to be cultivating for your own connected communities and future clients and those boutique communities to start where they see that you think like them or you do things or you have the same approach or values shared, right? That's what creates affinity. And that is value in many people's eyes, having a place of understanding once again, but with a refreshing perspective on it. That happened very much even when Marie came into the market, maybe I mean, she's been around for a very long time, but I know when she created B-School, her signature course in 2010, it was like, hey, you know, I'm fun. I love to dance. I like to just be passionate about lots of different things. And I like to make my marketing videos like music videos, like hip hop videos, you know, because I love hip hop and dancing, right? And so people who are like that kind of playfulness or just doing things a bit out of the box and fun and bringing women together to embrace being hot and all those kind of things, right? Like at that time, that was refreshing. It was refreshingly different. So what can you embrace? Now, it has to be aligned to what you believe and what you value as well, or what you know, what you've accomplished, what you have found new insight in sharing as well. So it doesn't need to be like, oh my God, this is a complete blue ocean. Nobody's doing it. How can you add a unique voice to it? And then the third is it needs to be relevant. It needs to be connecting with those problems, challenges, topics, 
frustrations, fears that are living rent-free in your future client's heads. It's got to be something that is taking up time with worry or obsession in a way. That's what is going to give you an opportunity to connect in where there's already some desire and you can activate that influence or seduction for good, strategic seduction, to get them to an easy yes. So that might be something that's timely in terms of the sophistication of your audience, maybe the evolution of the industry or the topic that you talk about. I mentioned before about life coaching, that there was that evolution to diversity and equity, but also even being trauma-informed or finding ways to perhaps even different modalities that exist within the coaching industry. Like I know that there's different programs that kind of take hold. The Life Coach School's coaching certification and coaching model is one of them that's got a big audience. Another is Marissa Peer's Rapid Transformational Therapy, which is a version of hypnotherapy. Like Once again, these are uniquely branded systems. They're actually not new approaches completely. It's not like you couldn't find something similar out there, but what they've done is created their own unique branded system. And that's what I encourage my clients to do when I work with them too. How can we find those repeatable steps in your process and uniquely brand your system so that we know that that is your for want of a better word, this is a bit of a marketing term, but your unique mechanism for getting the transformation. And that can work extremely well if you don't have a huge following or a big audience, or if you haven't been out there in the market that long or not very well known, the mechanism can do a lot of work for you. And that gives rise to a little bit of that oracle factor that I talked about before, where people perceive that you do have the answers. And obviously we want to make sure that we do. We're not out here to manipulate or not deliver. And the fourth key is rapid. You need to be offering an opportunity to transform that is perceived as faster, as higher quality or something that is going to save them time, money, energy or effort. So it needs to have that element embedded in it for easier yeses from your future clients. So we need to make sure sometimes we can create something that's so high value, but we love to add a lot of layers of complexity into it. And then that can transfer energy required to our clients in their mind before they even commence. Of course, transformation requires effort, attention, and energy, but you want to have a promise that is almost like a little bit of a magic carpet ride. Like they can envisage that they can get there and that they're not going to needlessly doubt themselves in understanding that they can get there. Okay. So yes, it's got to be aligned with what's required. We're not telling fibs here about flick your fingers and you'll make a million dollars or anything like that. But this is about like a magic carpet ride for your future clients where they can see how they could go from where they are now to where they'll be at the end of that transformation, that you can paint that picture. And it doesn't mean you have to make it faster than it needs to be to create lasting results. It's just you need to describe that fully. And that will do a lot to take the complexity out of how you need to market or how you need to get people to a yes. All of these five keys do that. So the reason why we want to make sure that we have those keys is that you can fast track that path to yes. And that fifth key is responsive. It needs to generate 
or require some kind of response or action. So you want to make sure that you are finding those ways to connect and seek responses, whether it is posting on social media and asking them to comment or it's asking them to opt in to a training or a download or to receive updates or maybe it's just maybe they have to text you or just something to indicate their interest so that you have the ability to go deeper. Now you might do that in an automated way or you might do that in a manual targeted way depending on your style and the size of your business. You may want to jump on calls and really understand if your clients are going to be a fit in the work that you do together or you might want to set that up in an automated online way. That's going to depend on your style, your market, your offer, and the tools and capacity you have in place as well. So just to recap those five tools, they'll be in the show notes, of course, anyway, but the first one, you want to be relatable. The second, refreshing. The third, relevant. The fourth, rapid. And the fifth, responsive. Okay. And really, I cover a lot of what is needed in your offer and the creation of that offer in my Spotlight Offer System, where you can create that offer that's aligned to you and your value and understand how to embed all of those five keys in your offer. But make sure that it is aligned to your style and the needs of your market as well so that you can get some real-time feedback there on how you can make that happen. Because we can get down a whole lot of rabbit holes and think that we know how to best create transformation for our clients, but maybe they're just not hearing it. And maybe you're just not getting recognized for that yet, or you're not quite sure where to start in sharing that beyond just the delivery and the process of what you do. So that's really leveling up your coaching, your thought leadership and your ideas in a way that's going to allow your offers to really just be such an easy yes and make your marketing so much simpler. Like this is an absolute game changer and it's really at the heart of successful marketing, communication and scaling your business. So if you want my help and hands on your offer creation, then make sure you head to my free training, which is at victoriagibson.com forward slash bootcamp. You will find out more about those elements and how to embrace them for your own massive momentum and skyrocket your marketing efforts, make your offers easier to sell, and just feel generally so much happier because you're not burning yourself out trying to convince and compel people to buy your offers, right? That can be an exhausting process and cause you to doubt yourself. So I don't want that for you. I want to make sure that you have a lot of these five keys in there, that you want to have some of these secrets to offer success and you're able to cultivate that desire and seduction for good. (laughs) All right, until next time, I'll see you soon. Are you ready to create your own highly profitable coaching offer? Make sure you head on over to victoriagibson.com and watch my free class. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on your platform of choice. If you get a chance, I would really appreciate it as it helps get it seen by more people. And I'd love that. So thanks so much and can't wait to chat to you soon.